Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Good Inside by Dr. Becky Kennedy, a beacon of hope for parents navigating the turbulent waters of family conflict. This enlightening read goes beyond traditional parenting advice, challenging the reward and punishment paradigm. Instead, it fosters a nurturing approach that begins with self-love and extends that boundless compassion to our children. Dr. Becky advocates for understanding and connection over discipline, emphasizing the importance of maintaining healthy boundaries without sacrificing empathy. Dr. Becky Kennedy, a clinical psychologist and mother of three, draws from her extensive experience to guide parents on a journey of self-discovery and healing. As the founder of Good Inside, a platform dedicated to empowering families through education and skill development, Dr. Becky extends her expertise beyond the book. Through workshops, a podcast, and a strong social media presence, she ensures her revolutionary techniques reach a wide audience, offering parents the tools they need to foster loving and resilient family dynamics. Good Inside is an essential read for new parents, those who fear it's too late to change their parenting ways, and individuals on a path to healing emotional wounds. Join us as we explore how Dr. Becky's compassionate framework can transform your family, paving the way for a future filled with love and understanding. Good Inside, a guide to becoming the parent you want to be. Introduction, discover the joy in parenting without the sticker charts. In a world brimming with parenting guides, charts, and timeouts, it's easy to get lost in the maze of do's and don'ts that promise to mold perfect little individuals. The shelves are laden with books that tap into the collective anxiety of parents, urging them to find and fix their children's unsavory behaviors. Yet, there's this lingering sense that something essential is missing from this traditional discipline equation. Good Inside by Dr. Becky Kennedy offers a fresh perspective steering clear from the cookie-cutter approaches that often lead to dead ends. This transformative book serves as a beacon for those weary of the sticker chart method, inviting you to discard old paradigms and embrace a more connection-based strategy in dealing with your children. Through the lens of Dr. Kennedy's insights, you'll venture into a parenting approach that prioritizes building relationships over managing behaviors. The essence here is not to eliminate tantrums, curb sibling rivalries, or suppress emotional outbursts at the snap of your fingers. Instead, the focus shifts to nurturing strong, resilient bonds with your children. This method equips them with the tools to navigate their feelings and experiences without the shadows of fear, shame, or self-doubt looming over them. This shift in perspective doesn't just promise a more harmonious household. It's an investment in raising confident, empowered adults. More than that, it's an opportunity to liberate yourself from the clutches of parental guilt, discouragement, and fear that often accompany traditional discipline methods. So, if you're ready to rekindle your love for parenting and replace dread with joy, step into the world of good inside. Here, you'll discover that the secret to effective parenting isn't about controlling or correcting, but about connecting and understanding. Let's embark on this journey together.
Part 1. Unlocking the Inherent Goodness in Every Child Imagine starting your parenting journey with a fundamental belief. Your child, despite all the chaos and challenges, harbors an unshakable goodness within. Yes, even when toys become projectiles aimed at siblings, or when harsh words fill the air, there's a core of good inside them. Embracing this belief sets the stage for a transformative approach to parenting that shifts away from fixing behaviors to understanding their deeper roots. The power of this approach begins with adopting the most generous interpretation, or MGI, of your child's actions. When faced with testing situations, taking a step back and inhaling that much-needed breath of patience allows you to cloak your interpretation in compassion rather than clothe it in frustration. This is not merely a strategy, but a bridge to understanding the world from your child's perspective, reinforcing the idea that everyone is essentially good inside. Yet, to navigate the multifaceted realm of parenting with this belief, one must grapple with a pivotal truth. Conflicting realities can coexist harmoniously. It's perfectly normal for your child to yearn for ice cream as a morning starter while you stand firm on healthier options. Recognizing and respecting both truths does not mean relinquishing your parental boundaries. It means affirming your child's feelings without necessarily bending the rules to accommodate every whim. At the heart of this method lies a crucial distinction. Honoring feelings without capitulation. It frames a parenting philosophy not about indulging every desire, but about validating emotions while maintaining essential boundaries. Thus, understanding your role becomes crucial. Your responsibility is to navigate the delicate balance of enforcing limits without delegitimizing your child's emotions. This foundational perspective clears the path for fostering deeper connections, guiding behaviors from a place of understanding and empathy rather than control. As we delve deeper into these principles, remember, embracing the inherent goodness in your child is not just about seeing them in a kinder light. It's about redefining the essence of parenting itself. Let's uncover the tools and insights needed to nurture this goodness, crafting an environment where mutual respect and unconditional love flourish. Part 2. Embracing Change at Any Stage If you're standing at the crossroads of parenting, pondering whether the paths taken in the early years have set your journey with your child in stone, let's confront a common concern head-on. The nagging fear of, is it too late? The reassuring truth that echoes back from the vast landscape of child development and parenting wisdom is a resounding, no, it's never too late. Let's revisit the principle that two truths can coexist despite their seeming contradiction, applying it to this very fear. Yes, the way we interact and respond to our children in their tender early years lays down the foundational stones of their future. These initial years are critical for establishing a sense of security, building the basic blocks of trust, and defining the contours of personality through the explorations of boundaries and identity. During these formative years, our responses to their tests of independence, our navigation through the turbulent waters of tantrums and tears, not only shape their understanding of the world, but sculpt their inner narrative about themselves. This understanding underpins the importance of our reactions and interactions in these early stages. However, the journey of parenting 
and the evolving relationship with your child is not bound by time. The concept of neuroplasticity, our brain's remarkable ability to adapt, grow, and rewire itself in response to new experiences and information, stands as a beacon of hope. It means that past actions, words, and emotions are not indelibly inked. There exists a powerful process of transformation and healing known as repair, which allows for the mending of past mistakes and the strengthening of the bond between parent and child, regardless of their age. Repair is the bridge that reconnects after moments of disconnection. It involves revisiting conflicts, acknowledging missteps with an apology, and sharing an open dialogue about alternative responses. It's a process that emphasizes understanding your child's point of view and underscores the valuable lesson that growth and change are always within reach. Before we delve deeper, let's pivot to a pivotal insight. The quest for happiness in parenting might not be as crucial as we've been led to believe. This revelation opens up a new avenue for exploration, one that re-examines the priorities we set in our journey as parents. Let's explore why the pursuit of constant happiness might eclipse more substantial, transformative goals in the art of raising children. Part 3. Fostering Resilience, Not Just Seeking Happiness In the realm of parenting, happiness often takes the spotlight as the beacon we're all aiming for. Joyful children, laughter echoing through the halls, moments of blissful connection. But what if the pursuit of happiness, in its sheer exclusivity, misses the mark? What if, in the grand tapestry of raising children, we're meant to aim not only for moments of happiness, but for something deeper, something enduring? The essence of this deeper pursuit lies in resilience. Unlike the ephemeral nature of happiness, resilience equips our children with an inner strength and adaptability that serves them across all seasons of life, even when happiness seems like a distant memory. It's about nurturing a child's ability to face challenges, to navigate the murky waters of disappointment, frustration, and sadness with a sense of self-assuredness and trust in their emotional landscape. However, embracing this shift towards resilience requires us to reassess our relationship with negative emotions. Far from being obstacles to happiness, these emotions are integral to the human experience. Our role, then, is not to circumvent or suppress these feelings in our children, but to validate them, to sit with them in their moments of despair, anger, or fear, without judgment or haste to fix the situation. This validation fosters an environment where children learn to trust their emotional responses, understand their triggers, and emerge with a stronger sense of self. The journey towards resilience is as much about the child as it is about the parent. Embracing empathy, deep listening, acceptance, and being fully present for our children are pillars upon which resilience is built. Yet, Cultivating these qualities within ourselves necessitates a parallel journey of self-care and self-compassion. Our ability to extend love, patience, and understanding to our children is inextricably linked to how we treat ourselves. In this connection-based parenting landscape, every behavior is a window into your child's inner world, a call for understanding rather than a trigger for immediate correction. When faced with challenging behaviors, 
adopting the most generous interpretation, holding space for coexisting truths, and approaching with a genuine desire to connect and understand becomes fundamental. As we venture further into the nuances of parenting, with resilience at the forefront, remember, the objective is not to shield our children from the world's harsh realities, but to prepare them to meet these realities head-on, equipped not just with momentary happiness, but with the enduring strength of resilience. Now, as we prepare to explore how shifts in our behavior can further solidify this approach, let us remain committed to the transformative power of nurturing resilient spirits in our children and in ourselves. Part 4. Start with yourself. Healing and connection. Begin within. Navigating the complex pathways of parenting, we've encountered a profound truth. The depth and authenticity of our connections with our children are mirrored by the relationship we maintain with ourselves. In the course of parenthood, it's all too common to stumble upon feelings of shame, those moments when we harshly judge ourselves for perceived missteps or shortcomings. Facing, naming, and openly addressing this shame carve out a path not just toward our own healing, but also sets a precedent for how we assist our children through their emotional landscapes. Consider the instance when a child is caught in a lie, perhaps after a sibling scuffle. The root of such behavior isn't an inherent flaw or a penchant for deception. More often, it's the manifestation of a child trapped between regret for their actions and the fear of jeopardizing the love and security they find in their parents' embrace. Recognizing this, we can choose empathy over admonishment. By acknowledging their shame, we encourage the truth to surface gently, reassuring them that their worth and our love are not contingent on their mistakes. Connection emerges as a powerful antidote to shame. It fosters a sense of safety and belonging, liberating children to align their external choices with their intrinsic goodness. Establishing this secure environment also involves a commitment to truthfulness, especially in moments saturated with emotions. Clear, honest explanations help demystify their experiences, guiding them toward a grounded understanding of their world and emotional self. The journey of extending empathy and authenticity to our children prompts an essential reflection. We too are deserving of such kindness and understanding. Practicing self care, allowing ourselves to feel, fulfilling our needs, acknowledging that our requests might not always be met with approval, and making amends for self directed harm, is foundational to our well being and, by extension, to our parenting. Having established the significance of self-connection in dissolving shame and fostering deep familial bonds, our next step is to explore the construction of connection capital with our children, enhancing the trust and intimacy foundational to a thriving parent-child relationship. Part 5. Cultivating Deep Connections, the Bedrock of Family Bonds In the realm of relationships, especially within the intricate dynamics of a family, The concept of connection is not a one-and-done achievement. It's an ever-evolving, deliberate endeavor. This ongoing cultivation of connection breathes life into the relationship you share with your child, anchoring it in trust, understanding, and a profound sense of belonging. 
One straightforward yet impactful way to fortify this connection is by carving out intentional one-on-one time, free from the distractions of our digital lifelines. The mere act of placing your phone aside to truly be present with your child sends a powerful message of prioritization and love. It's not about grand gestures or digital detox extremes, but the simple, consistent moments of undivided attention that weave the fabric of a strong relationship. Before pivotal moments, engaging in what can be described as emotional vaccination provides another layer of connection. This preemptive approach involves open conversations about upcoming experiences, acknowledging fears, and sharing personal anecdotes. By doing so, you're not dismissing the emotions, but providing a sturdy emotional support system in anticipation of them. The essence of these strategies revolves around a fundamental truth. The problem is not in feeling emotions, but in feeling isolated within them. Envision a feeling bench, a metaphor for the space you create with your child, where you sit together, sharing the weight of their emotions, ensuring they don't feel alone in their experiences. Yet, among the myriad ways to foster connection, one stands out with exceptional importance, the practice of repair. In the inevitable ebb and flow of any relationship, moments of dissonance and friction will arise. The goal isn't to sidestep these ruptures, but to navigate them with grace and wisdom through repair. This process involves reflection on what transpired, acknowledgement of feelings hurt, expression of how you'd approach the situation differently, and re-engagement with a spirit of curiosity and empathy. Repair not only mends the fabric of the relationship, but also instills in children an invaluable life skill, resilience. It teaches them that mistakes and misunderstandings are not irreparable dead ends, but opportunities for growth and deeper understanding. As we continue to advocate for the nurturing of connections within the family, we must also acknowledge that this foundation, robust as it may be, doesn't eliminate challenging behaviors. It does, however, create a conducive environment for guiding your child's inherent goodness from the inside out. In the subsequent discussions, we'll delve into navigating behaviors that are perceived as negative and distinguishing between genuinely troubling actions and those that are normal yet may appear problematic. Part 6. Understanding Disconnection and Rebuilding Bridges' challenges in behavior are as inevitable as they are diverse, stretching the parenting spectrum from mild irritations to full-blown crises. However, a vital insight to hold close is that these so-called bad behaviors are not indicative of a child's inherent nature. More often than not, these behaviors are cries for help, signaling a deeper issue related to disconnection, unattended needs, or underlying fears. When your child seems to turn a deaf ear to your requests or instructions, it's tempting to raise your voice in frustration. Yet this response often exacerbates the disconnection rather than mending it. The underlying issue is not so much about your child refusing to listen, but rather about a fracture in your connection with them. Before repeating your request, invest time in re-establishing this bond. Taking a moment to connect on their level can pave the way for more receptivity and cooperation. Children, with their developing emotional capacity, sometimes express overwhelming feelings through their physical actions, emotional tantrums, aggressive outbursts, and manifestations of fear or anxiety 
are all ways in which children attempt to communicate their inability to regulate these demanding emotions. As a parent, your primary duty in these intense moments is ensuring safety, whether that means stepping in to prevent harm or setting clear boundaries with the assurance that you are there to protect and support them. Asserting, I won't let you do that, is powerful. It reassures your child of your role as their guardian, someone who's dependable and who provides a safe environment for them and those around them. Following these immediate interventions, the path to understanding and healing necessitates connection. It's essential to explore the root causes behind why your child felt compelled to behave in such a manner. This process involves open, honest dialogue and, most importantly, truth-telling. At times, you might find that attachment concerns drive behaviours like sibling rivalry or dishonesty. These instances reflect a child's fear of losing their secure place in the family dynamic or the broader world. The remedy, once again, lies in connection acknowledging their fears, validating their feelings, and ensuring them of their unmovable place in your heart and life. On the other end of the spectrum are behaviours driven by feelings of powerlessness, manifesting as defiance, rudeness, or incessant whining. These behaviours particularly challenge parental patience because they often clash with our expectations or personal sensitivities. Before addressing these behaviours with your child, Take a moment to introspect on why they trigger such a strong response in you. This self-reflection is crucial for approaching your child from a place of calm and understanding, creating a dialogue about roles and boundaries, and guiding them towards feeling empowered within the safe confines of your relationship. The common thread running through these diverse behaviours is the response they necessitate from us as parents. A commitment to understanding, patient reconnection, and open communication. As we peel back the layers on behaviors rooted in different causes in the upcoming discussion, it's vital to remember that empathy, connection, and truth are our guiding stars on the journey to addressing and transforming these challenges into opportunities for growth. Part 7 Decoding Normal Childhood Behaviors. In the mosaic of childhood development, Behaviors that often trigger alarm or concern among parents are, surprisingly, quite normal. It's essential to understand that shyness, frustration, intolerance, peculiar eating habits, frequent tears, and perfectionism aren't outliers on the spectrum of childhood behavior. Rather, they're common signposts along the journey of a child seeking autonomy and understanding in their world. Take, for example, a child's hesitation to join in group activities. This reticence isn't necessarily a cause for alarm, but a manifestation of their innate need to observe, process, and understand their surroundings before diving in. As parents, we can support our children through these moments of pause by discussing potential anxious scenarios beforehand, accompanying them in their hesitancy, and answering any queries they might have. Forcing them into situations where they feel uncomfortable can erode their trust in their instincts a trust crucial for their eventual independence and confidence. Similarly, behaviors like frustration, intolerance, tears, and perfectionism aren't just hurdles to overcome. They're vital learning opportunities. These situations offer a window into teaching our children how to persist through difficulty, 
recognize the value of effort, and find solace in progress rather than perfection. By sharing our experiences and ensuring they feel secure in expressing their emotions, we lay the groundwork for resilience. Conflicts around food present another arena where parental anxieties often surface. It's important to remember that such battles are less about the child rejecting your care and more about them exerting a sense of agency. Our role is to provide nutritious options without crossing into coercion. This approach respects their needs and preferences, reinforcing the importance of choice and bodily autonomy. Ultimately, the goal is to nurture children who are resilient, confident, and capable of navigating the complexities of life with assurance. This objective is best achieved not by pushing them to sidestep their emotions, but by encouraging them to engage with and learn from them. Our support should aim to validate their feelings, uphold clear boundaries, and remind them of their intrinsic worth. As we move forward, the key is to recognize that these behaviors, while challenging, are not detours but integral parts of the developmental journey. By approaching these moments with empathy, patience, and consistency, We not only affirm the validity of our children's experiences, but also empower them to trust themselves and the good inside that guides them through life's myriad challenges. Final summary. Embarking on the parenting journey with the good inside approach transforms our perspective, enabling us to view our children's behaviors through a lens of understanding and compassion. This method, deeply rooted in love and respect, acknowledges that the behaviors we observe in our children, and at times find challenging, are not aberrations. Rather, they are expressions consistent with the developmental stage they are navigating, mirroring, in many ways, the complexities we face as adults. Central to this approach is the recognition that behavior is not the enemy, nor is altering behavior the paramount objective. Instead, it underscores a foundational truth. Each child at their core, is inherently good. The episodes of tantrums, resistance, or defiance are not without reason. They emerge from a need, an emotion, or a situation that the child is grappling with. It's a call to look beyond the surface, understanding that these actions are their means of communication in the absence of fully developed emotional language. The heart of addressing and guiding these behaviors lies in our ability to connect, truly connect with our children. This connection doesn't merely serve as a bridge over troubled waters, but is the very foundation upon which trust, safety, and mutual respect are built. In tandem with this emphasis on connection is the equally important role we play in setting and maintaining boundaries. It's within this structured space that children learn to navigate their emotions, understand the world around them, and most importantly, feel seen and valued for who they are. Through the prism of the good inside approach, parenting evolves from a series of reactive measures to a proactive journey of understanding, empathy, and unconditional love. By fostering an environment where children feel secure and cherished, where their internal goodness is not just recognized but celebrated, they are more likely to reflect these positive behaviors externally. In essence, The good inside approach isn't merely a parenting style. It's a paradigm that enriches the parent child relationship, encapsulating the profound truth that when children feel good inside, it naturally radiates outward, shaping their actions, interactions, 
and the essence of who they become. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.